When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Climbers, I don't care who you are. You have created unnecessary stress and anxiety in your life because you've procrastinated once or all the time. <laughs> Me too. Today, I'm going to share 10 steps and tips to help you deal with procrastination effectively. Love it. Welcome to the club! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Leverage is the magic dust you're going to need to get ahead. You focus on creating leverage and all your hopes and dreams are going to unfold before you because people will come to you with leverage. That's the key. That's why we call it the climb. C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. See what we did there? I see. See what happened? See that? Did you pick up what we're putting down? Are you picking up? Did you get it? Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that is a room for my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter, who is not only a friend, but also a hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. Got a couple Southern Gospel number ones under his belt in the last few years. Top 10 from Australia. Another one just dropped a couple of weeks ago, right? We need to talk about how that's doing. Yeah. I can't wait to find out how it's doing. Yeah, let's find out how it's doing. And uh, what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro. And then when you got your game together and the show is tight and it's ready to go on the road, he introduces you to the pros that can help you take that next step. And you can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. It's complicated, but Johnny knows all the big words and what they mean. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. How you doing? You procrastinating? <laughs> oh, you know, when I get around to it. When I get around. <laughs> 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 you know, when I get around to it. <laughs> That's right, God. I do, I do, and so I kind of went searching for some answers on this. I found it on Medium, and it's actually. I'm going to kind of unpack an article from Dr. Mehmet Yildiz. Mm. I have no idea who that is, but I like the content. Cool. So uh, that's what we're going to get into today. Before into we do this. that, let's talk about some business first, the business. Let's take care of some business. Mm -hmm. The uh, climb community, 
on Facebook. We want you to join it. it go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the climb community. Very easy. If to ask to be let in, we let everybody in. And then you have to be good girls. I wrote house a couple people last week. One that was crazy. Did you see the crazy one? Did cra- like just spam the feed with like six different posts of six different products she's trying to sell. Oh, wow. I saw one that was like a carpet cleaning or something. I was like, yeah, what are yeah. you doing? Like, you don't even know where we are. Yeah, yeah. We are worldwide. Yeah. You probably don't want to come to where we are to clean my carpets. Moron. <laughs> I know, dude. Somebody tagged me in a, I think it was in this group in one of those posts. Might have been one of those. Might have been someone else. I can't remember. But it was just, they tagged me just with a Patrick Swayze. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I was like, yes, you obviously understand the assignment. (laughs) Well, they got got Roadhouse and Band, you know, because that's just like, you're clearly just not even listening to the podcast if that's the case. No, you don't. You don't care. You're there for yourself. You're a taker. And we're here to protect our members of this community. That's just the bottom line. I Uh mean- we want everybody to enjoy their experience in there. We've had so many co-writes that have happened out of there from different climbers and and wins and all this stuff. And, and it needs to be this kind of fertile community where everybody can go in, get an attaboy, and shout from the treetops about their wins and their gigs yes. and their new music and all that stuff and get the support and answers that they need and go to read up on different articles and stuff. There's a lot going on with TikTok right now. I've been posting articles to keep people up to date with that. Cool. There's been murmurs of um, different, well, there's been different state governments that have been banning TikTok for yeah. understandable reasons. It's uh, owned by a Chinese company and there's obviously some monitoring of data going on. But then for the first time, there's been a first state that has banned it for the citizens mm-hmm. of the state. But it's like, it's there's a lot of loopholes in that. It's not like you're going to get in trouble if you have TikTok on your phone, but you get in trouble if you download TikTok to your phone. Interesting. Right? So if you've already got it, you're good, I think, is the deal. And if you're from out of state and you're rolling in with TikTok or you download it, I don't think you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. But anyway, that's like a first time. It's a slippery slope, right? It is. And the reason is because there's a lot of people having success on TikTok. I mean, we're doing some crazy cool stuff with Josh. Well, that's not the reason it's getting in trouble, but this is the reason we're covering it. It's the reason we're covering it, right? Because, I mean, this is an important tool for artists. I mean, I think Josh Roy has picked up I don't know, over a hundred followers since we released his first release. And I think a couple thousand likes, which is super cool. But like Vine, Mm -hmm. social media can just disappear. And there are people, like I know people that are big TikTok influencers that make money on TikTok. They're Mm -hmm. lively on TikTok. It's going to suck if the government pants this for them. Yeah. But there is another platform called Clapper, which is just exactly like TikTok that I think you need to be aware of because right now, first of all, hardly anybody's there. Mm-hmm. So this is like a wah, wah, wah compared to TikTok, okay? Right. But hey, if you're posting TikTok content, then I'm assuming, I would hope, that you're multi-purposing that same piece of content and mm-hmm. posting that on Reels on Instagram and Reels on Facebook and YouTube Shorts and you're covering, you know, it's just... Six more. Seconds. It sounds like this needs to be its own episode. What happens if TikTok goes away? Maybe that. Maybe it does. Maybe you're right. 
I think because we're, we're doing it right now. But it's, not a bad, it's not a bad idea. That might be a good one of go like, what happens? But anyway, if, yeah, if yeah, you're work. right. I'm, I'm rambling. But listen, so then there's, there's lawsuits now that are out from, you know, TikTok is now suing the state of Montana for free speech and all this kind of stuff. So we'll see what happens. I don't know which way. Well, the irony on that one is rich coming from a Chinese owned company. Yeah, right. It's been about free speech. I know a little something about that with the Chinese. Isn't that hysterical? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we want to see you there, man. So it's the joint. The government, not the people. I love the people. And we got some. Yeah. Well, you do. For the record. At least three of them. <laughs> for sure. And more. But yeah. Three of them for sure. What, um, what wins do we got today? Man, we have some good wins. As usual, they're more than we have time to share. But looking at a couple, we have, let's see, Buddy Lee Daubertine has got a song taken by Michael August again. Let's hope something happens. So nice. Michael August is Demolition. is the GM over Demolition Music. And so I had the, the honor of kind of introducing Buddy and Michael, I believe, at the uh, – we had a – play for a publisher event through songwriting pro and michael was our guest this was like back in uh, january and buddy wrote a song with jamie floyd that who we know from denmark oh. and it i guess it made the top 10 i can't remember but it got passed along to michael so i'm assuming that relationship is kind of growing from there so that is awesome are you saying that in some way shape or form one of your play for publisher events resulted in a real relationship and a song Getting a shot, you know, the whole connect to the pros thing. It's not just part of the branding. It's like part of the doing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yes. So I'm I'm happy for Buddy and they paid, what, they paid 25 bucks to get their song heard, and because it was a really good freaking song, and it gets into the top ten. Michael August hears it and says, yeah, I can do something with that. Yeah. Well, and it's actually less because I believe Buddy's a songwriting pro member, so that's you know they get a discount. Because they're a member of songwritingpro.com. Well, for the record, I'm going to state this publicly. You're charging too little for that because, I mean, if you got a good song, that's a good thing. And, and I mean, I'm just going to brag on you for a second. Huh. Like, for all the other people that entered that didn't get in the top 10, they still get to see the replay of that whole event. Yeah. I think there's a lot of writers out there that are amateur writers and they know they're amateur or mid-level writers and they know they're mid-level mm -hmm. that can't see that have that kind of access enough right to oh, really yeah, sure. get comfortable with what happens in there because then their time is coming right like that's why we call it the mm -hmm. oh there's so much value in those that i mean there are people that just do that like i'm not even sending a song i just want access to the replay yeah because you hear a publisher listening to a quality song like we don't play any duds because songwriting pro members and climbers you know, I and are the crap out of these and pick the 10 that I think have the best chance of getting the publisher's attention. And usually consistent, they're like, man, these are like the top to bottom best songs of this type of event that I do. And so you're listening to good songs. It's, it's one thing if a bad song gets passed on. You're like, well, obviously it's bad, but we're like, we're in a really good song. Like when they start digging into that, that's where the gold is. Because that's when you get into the, the really dialing it in of like what's working, what's not working. And then just the other tips that, People like Michael August or our other guest will just little value bombs, little nuggets, little insider, just pieces of reality. It's so valuable. Yeah. Here's what's happening right now. Here's what's trending right now. Here's what we're looking for right now. Here's what we're not looking for right now. Yeah. And you get like all that inside information that you wouldn't know unless you like to work for a publishing company in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number one. So you get inside information there, which is illegal on Wall Street, by the way, <laughs> unless you're in Congress. Right. Uh, and it's still illegal, but you get to get away with it. Right. But also you hear the songs, right? You hear the competition. You hear mm -hmm. 
where the bar is set. And then I think so many times for the people who are really in it to win it, if they're not at that level and they hear where the bar is set, that's the that's the anchor. They're like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. I can I can that. You know what I mean? Now I know what to do. Right. Well, that and and one thing I encourage people to do is to we meet on Zoom. And you can message each other, give attaboys, girls, reach out. It's funny how a lot of these people know each other by this point because they're they're paying attention, they're active in the community. But if there are people in there that you don't know, that's a good chance to reach out to another quality rider, make a connection with somebody else that's chasing it like you are. So there are all these secondary and tertiary benefits. But congrats and, and good luck to Buddy Lee with uh, the Michael August relationship. Let's see, we have another one, that, Sunday Joe Graham. Our single song contract for a song called Living Free that she wrote with climber Carrie Latham and climber Brad Hacker was officially signed. So signed a single song agreement. I believe he's being pitched to a major label artist this week. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. That is great. And have another song under consideration with a CCM artist. So, man, so that's awesome. So I just love seeing that climber, climber, climber. You know, they're all working together. I know, like, Brad and Sunday Joe know Buddy Lee, you know, so these relationships are being formed and they're all like rising up and having good things happen. Like when Sunday Joe, I think first started coming around, there wasn't talk of single song agreements other than in theory. And now there's ink on paper. That's right. I feel like that's true. Yes. I feel like if we're wrong, Sunday Joe, you need to tell us. Right. But I feel like that's true. I feel like she just decided okay, I'm really going to take this songwriting thing seriously. Like, it's an itch she's wanted to scratch. And I know she'd been scratching it before she came to the, right. know, the community. But then all of a sudden, she decided to step up her game, you know, and just really doubled down, tripled down, mm-hmm. went to work, and holy crap, look at what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and how do we know this stuff? Because people like Sunday Joe, people like Buddy, people like Carrie, post wins and things so we can watch their climb. And we're not the only ones watching. Other writers are watching as well and going, what? oh, they're in there again. They're in there again. Good stuff is happening. Yeah. That's how we know this stuff. Yeah, that's right. So I want to encourage y'all to be a part of that. So good job and keep on climbing. Yeah, keep on climbing for sure. Good job, everybody. And uh, make sure you follow the podcast wherever you consume your podcast content and tell a friend about it. I mean, we're talking about people that are you know, getting all kinds of opportunities here, getting contracts, getting new co-writes. They're expanding their horizons. Use us. Use us and abuse us. Okay, that's what the climb is for. We want you to do that, but tell a friend about it, okay? Let other people know. It's good stuff. I'm trying to get Josh to come in and be a part of this, too. Cool. Like, I had a conversation with him this week. We just shot Josh's music video for Break My Own Heart, and that was part of the conversation we had. I'm like, you, you know, like he's he's uh, just from working with you and working with Blue Foley and Trick Savage and TJ, he's he's become a better songwriter, right? You just mm-hmm. pick up the tools of the trade. You pick yeah. up some craftsmanship when you are with other people. And it's funny, like I, I got to share this with you real quick and then we'll get into this. But if, this is like real world, real world stuff. So we are picking the next songs now that are going to be on Josh's second EP. Yeah. Okay? And Josh had some in there that he wrote on his own. And on the first EP, all of the songs, except for one, like Break My Own Heart was the only outside cut. All the rest of them, Josh wrote and then 
we had people coming in like fix. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had like pro writers come in and kind of fix them, I think. I don't think there's one on there that was a new song. I could be wrong, but I don't think there was a song on there that was a new song that Josh had wrote in the room with them from scratch. Mm-hmm. As a songwriter, like his instincts are really good. His melodies are awesome. I think you mm-hmm. probably agree with this, right? Yeah. Like his vibe, like the way he puts a melody over a feel on the guitar is cool it's different it's unique i like that you know where his weak point is where his weakness is is lyrics right Mm -hmm. and so when i'm judging songs dennis and i is my co-manager for josh we're looking at songs and he has this one song that really has a lot of potential and it was called somebody else's boots Mm -hmm. the first verse feels really strong and the second verse isn't Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of looking at it and then I'm trying to think for myself, like, why is that? You know, and then Dennis is right next to me. I'm like, okay, look at the lyrics here. I said, I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a little trick that Brent taught me that every line should be able to point back to the title. Yeah. So I read the first line of the first verse and then read the title and it makes sense. I read the second line of the first, Yeah. read the title and it makes sense. Third line makes sense. Fourth line makes sense. Second verse. What? <laughs> right? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. So a neat little tool, a neat little trick. You know, and Dennis is like, oh, and then he's like, oh, I get that. Yeah. And the other thing is he comes up with good ideas too, mm-hmm. like for songs, I think. And yeah, buddy. So I think you might be like all over this next one, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, let's get on to this. We're taking forever. Yeah. We, we're procrastinating, Johnny. Ten, <laughs> ten steps to deal with procrastination effectively here. Everybody, I don't care who you are, you deal with it. You have to have it. Yes. I kind of want to break some of this stuff down, give you some tips and some strategies to help you get through this. I think it's a mental exercise to get through it because I think when you when you realize that everybody procrastinates and you realize what it is and how to handle it, then you can significantly impact the amount of procrastination in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Number one starts with awareness, understanding, and self-compassion. Okay. Self-compassion, we shouldn't confuse procrastination with self-care, right? If you're tired, exhausted, if you're experiencing grief, if you're unwell, then you got to put something down. You got to rest. You got to rejuvenate. Yes. Okay. That, that's not procrastination. You can't beat yourself up when you're truly, and you have to be honest with yourself about this. This isn't about, oh, here's a new excuse I can make that relieves the guilt. From- right. <laughs> <laughs> but man, there's some days when we're breaking down. Yeah. And it's like, I had one of those days yesterday, not because I was unwell, but just exhausted. Like the day before we had shot the music videos, 15 hour day, hardcore, my body sore, literally my body sore and mm-hmm. my brain is sore. Yeah. And just woke up, got about the least amount of work in a day that I've gotten done in a long time because I yeah. just couldn't get it together, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I didn't stay late at work trying to get some, I just went home and literally crawled in the bed and watched some TV and just relaxed and shut it down Yeah. for a little bit. So sometimes that happens, you know, we maybe have a really bad day or something. Mm-hmm. So avoid self-criticism that can lead to guilt and shame because guess what? Guilt and shame leads to more procrastination, right? It does, man. And so much of our hustle culture is like never take a day off, never work harder, harder, harder. But man, we are meant to have a Sabbath to take a rest, to recreate, which is recreate, to have some of that. Because I know that when I'm when I'm running on empty, 
that's when I waste the most time because it's, you know, let's say fatigue makes cowards of us all. If I have something that has a little a task in front of me that has some ambiguity, some uncertainty. Yeah. That I'm not really sure how to tackle this thing. It's so easy just to reach over to the phone and do something I do know how to do, which is check Twitter or play solitaire or whatever it is. Go down the TikTok rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's part of that is knowing, okay, if I burn myself out, that will lead to more procrastination. So when you were talking about this, one of the first things I thought of was like, get a good night's sleep. Yeah. If I get a good night's sleep, I'm not running on empty. It's a lot easier to charge into th- those things and and get stuff done. I'm not as fearful. I'm not as, as much of a punk when it comes to doing things that have a little uncertainty or ambiguity to them or unpleasantness. Well, you know what? That's a, that's, a, that's a really good point because you could take a tax if you're, you know, hell bent on charging forward and you could take a task and it could take you hours where if you just shut it down mm-hmm. went home relaxed rested slept yeah next day and you just knock it out fast it's so it's way more productive sometimes to take that break yeah if you're there it can take me an hour today or 15 minutes tomorrow exactly my dad would tell me that was sometimes when like you get focused on a problem and and you just keep not being able to solve the problem over mm-hmm. and over. And it's like, okay, wait, put it down and step away from the problem. Right. Let your subconscious work on it. And then all of a sudden you come back and literally there it is. It was right there in front of you. You were just missing it because you were spinning out for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. You just weren't seeing it. And when you step away from it and come back to it the next day and literally in five minutes it's done and you're just, and you laugh at yourself. Everybody's had this happen to them. Yeah. You laugh at yourself. You're like, oh, I'm such a moron. Like I didn't catch that, you know? Yeah. But Knowing that that is a tactic for procrastination. So awareness, understanding, self-compassion. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner. And Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Number two, set specific and realistic goals and deadlines. Mm. So setting realistic and measurable goals can add motivation and structure to a task. I think setting the goals is a feeling of progress, right? It helps you focus on what needs to be done 
and when it needs to be done rather than getting lost in the uncertainty of the entirety of the task. There's the old adage, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That's right. Like there's other way to do it. And it seems cliche and it seems trite, but how appropriate is that when we're thinking about procrastination, right? Like, yeah. how am I going to eat this whole elephant? Oh my God, I only got one stomach. <laughs> yeah, it's the overwhelm. I mean, my wife, that's one of her things that she'll do with, you know, we got five kids and Hazel herself can go through more laundry in a day than I go through in a week. You know, if the laundry gets out of control, it's real easy to get overwhelmed when you're putting up even the clean stuff to go, I don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. It's you're looking at all of it. I'm like, not me. I look for the towels. I'm gonna start with the towels because those are easy. I know how to fold them, and it makes a big difference. Yeah, because they take up a lot of room. That pile gets measurably smaller when the towels are done with few items <laughs> actually being removed. And I know how, where they go, and I know how to fold them, and it gives me a sense of immediate win and like some momentum going. Well, that kind of takes us nicely into step three, which is break the tasks into smaller, more manageable steps. Heck yeah. So by breaking a task into smaller and more manageable steps, we can reduce the feeling of overwhelm and make the task feel more doable. See how Mm. brilliant you are, Brent? (laughs) I'll attach this to managing the promotion of a release from an artist, right? Mm. I definitely perform better when the overwhelming task of creating and posting massive amounts of content and micro content to support a music release over a six to eight week release period, it's quite manageable when I break it down and schedule boatloads of different little deadlines for each piece of content. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, if I'm thinking about, Oh, we got to make a music video. I got to make all this, all this content. We've got to do this, 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 and this. It's like, no, today I don't have to make a music video. Today I make a call. Yeah. Today I make a budget. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. You don't ever make a music video. You just make all these little things along the way, and the end result is a music video. Right. Right. When Josh was out here to record the first EP, Mm -hmm. we did some content. You know, we shot some interview content with with Josh and some of the writers, with Josh and my co-producer, Zach Allen, with Josh and me, with Josh and his manager, telling stories, right? Like, how did they get together? How did this happen? How did he get here? Mm-hmm. What was that? You know, and it's all about these stories. Well, if you go to Josh Roy's socials now, you'll see this stuff starting to come out. Well, we've got a boatload of post-production to get done for five releases on the five songs on this EP. Mm. But you know what? I'm only concerned right now with what? Break my own heart because that's what's out. Right. Right. So all of a sudden, instead of like, I have to get through all this interview content, it's like, no, I have to get done. I have to get through this little section of the interview content. Yeah. And that's not so bad. Right. Uh, Makes me think of, let's say, Arkansas football. Traditionally, they have the hardest or one of the hardest schedules in the nation like every year. We're in the SEC West, we've got Bama, LSU, uh, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're asking our coach about it. He's like, yeah, but we only got to play one game at a time. Exactly. Like this week is Mississippi State. Yeah. We're going to worry about Mississippi State. And then next week we're worried about Ole Miss. Yeah, we got the hardest schedule in the nation. Great. But we only got to play one of them at a time, a week at a time. And we're just going to worry about that. Yeah, and, and I'll share this too. When you break this stuff into smaller, more manageable steps, because this is a sin that I am so repeatedly guilty of, okay? I am blessed with staff, right? Mm-hmm. I have intern staff. I've got people that are on payroll. And you know what I friggin' suck at is delegating. Uh, yeah. 
because that takes time to delegate. It does. And when I take the time to delegate, then I feel like I just need to get to this thing right now because I got to get it done and I don't have time to delegate. Mm -hmm. And I spin out in my head. Well, when you break it down into smaller, more manageable steps, all of a sudden you start to notice like, oh, so-and-so could do this. Yes. And this other person could do that. And it becomes much, much easier to delegate. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're rolling, right? And oh, you're like yeah. super productive when you're delegating. Oh, man, I, this is something I'm living right now because I've been, you know, Ren's been working for me for a while. He's been working for the podcast, editing the podcast for a while and doing certain back-end things for me for like Songwriting Pro, just stuff that doesn't have to be me. And I was looking at hiring a VA, a virtual assistant, maybe out of the Philippines or something. But I was like, well, let's just see what Ren can handle more and I can pay him more and just let's see, just stretch a little bit, see what's up. And at first, that's overwhelming because just you think of, I do a lot. There are a lot of specific tasks and other things. But when you start listing, what all do I do? Yeah. Especially for Songwriting Pro or The Climb. And then you start listing, okay, what can only I do? Let's pull those out. Yeah. Huh. I mean, there have been podcast episodes that I wasn't even in on. Like when you would do the social media challenge with Lexi, I wouldn't even show up on some of those. It like I'm like, that's great. But for the most part, I got to write my own songs and I'm here on the podcast and, and there's certain things I do and reach out to people. But a lot of it's like, other than that, there's not a whole lot that has to be me. Like I show up for the jam sessions and certain things in songwriting pro, but that's about it. That's right. And start breaking out. Like how much can I actually delegate to him and then break those out into smaller sections? So it's not like, oh, I'm just going to teach him how to do AWeber emails. no. I'm going to teach them how to do this part of it. Yeah. And so now I'm like getting fired up about it. I'm starting to see some momentum. So when I do something, I go, oh, you know what? That's something I, someone else could do. So as I'm doing it, I'm going to screen capture it and talk my way through it as I'm doing it. Yep. Boom. Put it in my training video archive. The hardest part now is sitting down with Ren and, and training them on something and going, okay, here's the time we're going to take to show you how to do this. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I can get that off my plate. Yeah. I can get that off my plate. Because that's all back end stuff that's not hanging out with a climber, not hanging out with a songwriting pro member, not that stuff that has to be me. Yeah, that's right. And it gets pretty motivating. Like I'm enjoying this. Like, oh yeah, who look at what all I can not have to do. Because then all of a sudden at the end of the day, you're like, I accomplished way more than what I would have accomplished by myself. And it's the investment. Yeah, it's going to yeah. do the investment now. It's going to come back and pay off way bigger down the road. Yeah, it, I mean, it seems so like, duh, yeah. but- I think we all feel this, you know what I mean? But it's hard up front because you're, you got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So next, number four, use tools and track progress. Mm. Using tools like calendars, digital planners, diaries, to-do lists. These can help us keep track of the tasks and prioritize them effectively. It's a fact that when you create a to-do list, you open a loop in your brain that doesn't get closed until the task is finished. Mm -hmm. Right. If you don't do the to-do list, it doesn't open the loop and that can be sloughed off that you can forget about it. Yeah. And it's really, it's really difficult to forget about something that you have taken the time to put on a to-do list. Yeah. So in a way, by opening that loop on the to-do list, you're creating this little micro anxiety that's a positive one because it feels like you're in control because you know what you have to do. Yeah. And then you create what's even more fun is a satisfying dopamine hit when you draw a line through that line item and you've completed it on the to-do list, which is more positive reinforcement. And I mean, doesn't it feel so good to cross something off your to-do list? I mean, Brent, I feel like 
you're the best of us in this department. I don't know about that, but I mean, I'm that guy and I know I'm not the only one that will, after I do something that knocks something out that wasn't even on the list, but needed to be done, I will write it on the list just so I can check it off. Just to cross it off. Yeah, I didn't say it. Like, like, why leave dopamine on the table, baby? <laughs> Don't leave the dopamine on the table. That's, I'm a dopamine fiend, man. Come on. <laughs> That's so it. Yeah. All right. Number, number five, remove distractions. Remove environmental distractions like phones, you know, mm-hmm. set a timer mm-hmm. to complete a task. Put a little uh, self, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, accountability, right? Yeah, accountability. With a timer, this approach helps us stay present and focused on the task at hand rather than getting sidetracked on other things. If you if you have a little micro deadline mm-hmm. and you remove the distraction, then you can really get it done. And I feel like environmental distractions, like going down the reels or the TikTok rabbit hole, mm-hmm. I can go two hours on that in a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. I got I got a um, an intern that's working for me now, like, like a paid intern, Luke amazing he's great awesome and i'm asking him hey you know let's post some of this let's get going on josh's tiktok with this and i'm like you got tiktok he's like no i had to delete it (laughs) (laughs) i'm willing to put it back on my phone just to work with josh and i was like that's the right answer but uh what went what happened he goes no i i just I'll lose half a day going down TikTok, you know? Yeah. I mean, so he's all over that, right? He knows. Oh, I, don't, I don't have TikTok on my phone anymore. We switched phones, and part of it is the security concerns from China, right? right. So, like, new phone, eh, I don't need to put the spyware on there. And the other thing is time. And one thing I've started to because I'll procrastinate going to bed. For some reason, I don't like giving up on the day. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I've started putting, like, leaving the phone in the hallway plugged in to charge overnight. Cause then I'll just, I'll open a book, which is way more because it's a book that's going to be helpful. Like I'm reading, I just read sleep smarter by Sean Stevenson. I'm reading eat smarter now. So these are like things that don't help my life go better. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it more than scrolling TikTok or, you know, when I'm done or Twitter or whatever, I'm like, why didn't I just read, do something to better myself. So let's put that in the hallway. So I don't even have it in the bedroom anymore. I go to bed earlier and I get up earlier, too, because I know the alarm's going to go off. And the alarm's in the hallway, and I don't want to wake everyone else up. Yeah. <laughs> so that gives me that, you know, cause like I got to get up because I don't want that going off and waking up, you know, the kids or whatever. So there you go. A little accountability. <laughs> yeah, it works. It works. Yeah. It works. All right. So number six, stay mindful when undertaking a task. So, you know, we must watch our thoughts and feelings when we're working, right? Because mm-hmm. negative thoughts and unpleasant feelings can disrupt our flow, our workflow, our creative flow, and our progress. And accepting and acknowledging them can make them disappear quickly. So you got to be careful. If you start a task and all you're thinking about is your fear of not completing the task, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're self-sabotaging. I mean, that sounds so stupid, but I do that all the time. Like, where I'm just so pissed off that I'm not done with it yet because I'm in such a hurry. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking about. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, 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 stop. Pump the brakes, pump the brakes, you know? Yeah. And get back to, okay, like just do the task, right? And get through it. Like, I think that's kind of an ADD thing. Yeah. Definitely like a type A thing where I want, or maybe it's an addict thing. I want the dopamine hit so bad i'm aggravated that i have to do the work to get the dopamine hit. 
I'm aggravated with myself. You know what I mean? Like, That's funny. I don't know. That's another reason to break it into smaller tasks. That way you get more hits along the way. Every little task completed is a hit. More dopamine hit. That's right. Like, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. Number seven, enter flow and stay in it until you finish the task, right? So the flow state changes the content of our consciousness at a specific time to an optimally functioning mental and physical performance. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of 50 cent words. What do I mean? Like when you get started, when you just start, mm-hmm. you immediately feel better about yourself. Yes. And positive things happen yeah. by just starting. Yes. And I always laugh at myself and I'm, I'm in the middle of this right now. I am hugely, I'm stating this publicly because I'm going to put myself on notice. I need to get my sorry ass back to the gym. Okay. Mm. And I have been procrastinating that forever. Still paying that monthly gym fee, <laughs> which is just stupid. <laughs> right. But I need to get back there. And I have had this feeling and I've been in this place in my life several times in my life, a couple handfuls of times mm-hmm. where procrastinating, procrastinating, procrastinating. And then freaking literally on day freaking one that I go back to the gym, I've got more instantly more energy. I feel better. Mm-hmm. I'm much more positive feeling about I have a better self-image Yeah, because I know I'm doing something. And even when I look in the mirror and my chest doesn't look any better or any tighter, I took a step towards that today. Man, I mean, one of the things that people need so much for this sense of just well-being is a sense of progress. Yeah. That's when we sometimes get the most, even if it sucks, but we're heading in the right direction. We feel like we're making progress can feel better than if the situation is better, but we're stagnant. Yeah. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. I mean, there'll be times where like before I had a publishing deal, you know, I'm living in little rock, Arkansas, but Hey, I made a connection at ASCAP or wrote the song. We're going to the studio. We're going to cut some like, yeah, this is exciting. It feels like progress sometimes felt better than having a publishing deal. And you're writing songs. And they're pitching them. You don't have a hold and nothing's really moving. Like situationally, I'm in a much better spot having that publishing deal and having somebody work my stuff than I was when I knew like four people in Nashville. But because the sense of progress was maybe more in Little Rock at certain points, it was more exciting and more motivating and energizing than actually being much further down the road. But you hit a little bit of a lull, (laughs) you know, so it's that sense of progress. Yeah, Yeah. So that's actually, uh, that brings us right into number eight. But before we step there, all right, I just want to finish up on number seven. Like, it's just all about starting, right? Like you said yeah. this before with scheduling your time to write, just start. Mm-hmm. Once you start, the dopamine hit from starting, like you're denying yourself dopamine by not starting. Yeah. Once you just start and the flow starts, then you know what? All of a sudden your brain focuses on what has to be done. Mm-hmm. And not, I'm not getting it done. Yeah. So you're thinking about the problem or the task that you have to do. And then next thing you know, you're, you're finished. Yeah. Because you just got to it. And how many times, climbers, this is for all of you. How many times have you procrastinated a ridiculous amount of time on some task that seems so overwhelming? And then when you finally got down and got started and it was done in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. You feel like an idiot because you're like, oh, fuck. God's sake, like, what is wrong with me? All the energy and everything I wasted. Yeah. I mean, I spent more time worrying about procrastinating about this than it took just to get the damn thing done. I know. What a waste of energy. 
It's so silly. It's so silly. So number eight, Brent, you nailed it right on the head. Reward yourself for making progress and completing tasks, right? Mm -hmm. Rewarding ourselves for making progress and completing tasks can provide a sense of accomplishment and motivate us to continue working. Use a reward system that aligns with your goals and values, right? Well, I think number one reward system is straight up like a dopamine hit crossing that off the list. Yes. And sometimes when like I get hungry or I'm thirsty in the middle of a task, like I will not stray from the task. I have to finish the task so I can get my treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get my reward. And then I'm like, now I'm going to drink or eat this sandwich with pride because I earned it yeah. and I got done. And, and because I will tell you this, like I am ADD as all get out. Mm-hmm. And if I leave in the middle of that damn thing and eat the sandwich, there's a squirrel and five other things happen. And next thing I know, I've got 50 half done projects. Right tasks done and it's it's more of a mess you know what helps focus me a full bladder Mm. (laughs) oh yeah you're not gonna because i I work i don't have a restroom here in my workspace here i gotta go into the house you know so sometimes you're getting close especially if it's like around 2 30 i I need to get off work at like three because that's when hazel gets off the bus or whatever so i try to get hit family time at three pretty hard out and i'm like oh but if i go in now it's 2.30 and it's and then the, I run into kids. Daddy, are you off work? No, got to go back in and, and then I'll check phone or something and like power through and I'll be like super focused for that next 30 minutes. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's, there's consequences. There's consequences. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. That's up right now. Number nine, strengthen the neocortex and tame the limbic system okay that's what i was gonna say the uh (laughs) the limbic system is the core of your brain so this is like a psychological fact that as we developed as human beings the brains were smaller in the initial brain the core of your brain the inside of your brain is the limbic system that is the fight or flight mode that's the emotional brain that's the reactionary brain the thinking brain the logic part of the brain is the neocortex Okay, so when you strengthen the neocortex, when you strengthen the thinking brain and tame the emotional brain, tame the limbic system, can put us in an advantageous position to deal with procrastination sustainably. Here's another way to put this. Procrastination is emotional, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It it comes from the limbic brain. Mm -hmm. That's the overwhelmed feeling, right? If, If we're using our thinking brain, we would never procrastinate. Right. Because it doesn't make sense. It's not logical. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So procrastination is solely emotional and learning to kind of separate the emotion from the event and being aware of that can really help you get this in line, get your procrastination in line. What are some mindfulness or self-awareness practices that we can put in place to help navigate out of the emotional brain into the thinking brain? And I'm asking you, Brent, if you've got one, but I'll start off telling ourselves that getting started is truly the hardest part and ironically, the easiest problem to overcome. Mm -hmm. Getting started can just be get your ass up off the couch right now, go sit down in the chair and start. Yeah. That's the hardest part of it. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Getting started. So knowing that, telling ourselves that all of a sudden, When we're feeling overwhelmed, which is the emotional brain, we're procrastinating. 
which is the emotional brain, we can strengthen the thinking brain by going, the hardest part is getting started. Yeah. I know the hardest part is getting started. I know I'm going to have a dopamine hit when I walk 20 paces over to that chair from the couch and <laughs> sit down and get to work. Mm -hmm. And then I know that once I do that, it's just going to start flowing and I'm going to look up. It's going to be two hours later. Yeah. And I'm going to accomplish a boatload of stuff. Once we're started on our way, that dopamine hit helps to focus when we focus on the work as opposed to procrastinating. We actually shift our focus to the thinking brain by simply starting. Cool. Hey, comment below in the climb community for any other little tricks that you use mm -hmm. to pull yourself out of the emotional brain and into the thinking brain to get it going. I started with this just to get started. So the final one, guys, number 10 is, listen, procrastination comes from feeling overwhelmed. Mm. And we start procrastinating too much. We start feeling really, really overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that can be a symptom of something else. Yeah. So, man, if it's not simple sort of everyday procrastination BS, which is what I'm dealing with, it can be bigger than that sometimes. Yeah. Maybe you need to seek professional support when you're feeling really, really overwhelmed. It gets real dark. If you follow these previous steps and you're still experiencing chronic procrastination, you can't get out of bed, you can't feel like you can't control your situation, there might be some underlying physical and mental health conditions that are happening. And so getting some professional support or seeking help from your family, maybe a physician, might be a chemical thing going on there, mm -hmm. an imbalance, a psychiatrist or psychotherapist. So there might be something else that's reared its ugly head that is manifesting itself in the form of procrastination. So if you're not making any progress on steps one through nine and you're not seeing the needle move at all, Mm -hmm. It might be something bigger, and I just want you to be aware of that yeah. and take care of that before it's too late, all right? That's all I got to say about that. I dig it. I dig it. That's good, actionable stuff. That's like real world that we all have to deal with. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. And part of not procrastinating is really knowing like what you have to do mm -hmm. and then get a, a feeling of being overwhelmed is like there's so much to do. You can't focus on like what you have to do next, the next little step. Yeah. All you can do is just look at the whole staircase to the top of Machu Picchu and be like, there's no way. Right. I, instead of taking it one step at a time. Right. That That is a big part for me is breaking stuff down into bite-sized pieces. Yeah. And I think part of being overwhelmed for artists in today's music industry too is you are inadvertently trying to shove square blocks into round holes mm -hmm. you're coming up with the wrong answers you're using the wrong you're using stuff that always worked before it's not working now it works on broadcast it doesn't work on digital and you need to untie that knot don't underestimate it it's a huge knot because up until just a few years ago everything that you became aware of in your life via marketing and promotion was done so on a broadcast platform. Mm -hmm. That's what you know. That's how you've been marketed to. That's how you've been promoted to. And so our default is that. And untying that knot is why I put together this PDF, whoever owns the traffic rules the road. And I want to make sure you download that, read it, go to giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com. It's a free informational PDF download. It's pretty stout. So a lot of killer information there, but it breaks down why broadcast worked and how 
broadcast work. And for the most part in this, guys, I'm not telling you something that you don't already know, but when you just break it down to the fundamentals, it makes sense. And you're like, oh, now I see. Then when I break down digital and how digital works and why digital works, all of a sudden you start to notice like, well, this stuff that works on broadcast could never work on digital and, and it connects the dots. And then you start asking the right questions. Mm -hmm. And when you start asking the right questions, your subconscious will reward you with the right answers. So go there, just tell me where to send it. It's all yours. And that's it guys. Join the climb community, follow the podcast, tell a friend about it. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.